0: On my 23rd birthday, I realized that if I wanted to play a big game, I needed to get in the big sandbox. I was playing a little game and a little kid sandbox, and it was time to really push myself and launch myself forward. Hi, friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur, a lifestyle coach, and a content creator for my brand, LaRue. And if you're here today, it's because you're ready to elevate your lifestyle, live more intentionally and achieve your dreams you found just the right place to do so. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I am so happy to have you here with me today, and I'm really, really excited for this episode. I have a lot of ideas to talk about for today, so I am about to turn 25. I told you guys I would record this in Greece, but we all know that's not happening, so I am still in New Jersey. I am about to leave. It's Monday. My mom gets here Wednesday and we peace out on Thursday and I'm just like I can't even put into words how excited I am for this trip and just beginning the next chapter of my life. But that's what I want to talk to you guys about. I'm turning 25 and that's a really big milestone birthday and with that comes a lot of thoughts and emotions and you know just musings and I think that everyone on this podcast listening here today can relate to that. We all hit birthdays and there's this certain amount of almost like equilibrium of happiness and fear. I think that can come with a birthday. I'll say that, you know, the last three birthdays in particular have been very difficult. My 22nd, that's the birthday that I talked to you guys about in the very first podcast. And I was at a really, really, really low point in my life, probably the lowest I've ever been and that birthday just kind of summed it all up into a nice tight horrible bow for me. It was a it was at a point in my life where I was still very emotionally immature and couldn't and wouldn't acknowledge the feelings and emotions that I had and I expressed all of that into kind of one consuming feeling of anger and you know a lot happened around my 22nd birthday that forced me to go home to Florida and that's when I had my knee surgery. So my 22nd birthday was, you know, just not really good. The biggest thing around that time in my life was noticing and realizing that my brother passed away two weeks after his 22nd birthday. So there was a certain amount of guilt that came with that birthday and sort of realizing and feeling that I was technically becoming older than my older brother. And I was now moving past the time he had on this earth, right? And that was that was a really consuming guilt for me. Then my 23rd birthday, it was a good birthday in itself. I went to North Carolina and South Carolina with my mom and my best friend Megan, and we had so much fun. It was such a great trip. We just did hiking and got into nature and went to the Biltmore, which if you don't know what it is, it's like this enormous estate in North Carolina, and my family and I grew up there, grew up going there um, every summer when my brother and I were kids, and it was just, I have so many good memories there. And that trip was just truly amazing. Like we we had so much fun, but I was still at a point in my life where I had really just started Larue, and I had I still had very, I still had like a lack of vision as to where Larue was like heading and what direction it was going, and that was still a really scary feeling. I still had no income whatsoever, and it was just kind of something I was trying to pursue, but I didn't know how to. So, you know, the 23rd birthday, it was was—it was fun in itself, but that year was still really difficult for me. And then 24, last year I was in New York City on my birthday. I came up here for like four or five days by myself. And it was a really important, very, very important trip for me. It made me realize, okay, I've made progress, but I still can see how much further I need to go as far as mentally, emotionally, healing, and getting back here. This trip, that that trip was meant for me to decide, let me go back to New York, let me see what the energy is like now at this version of who I am today versus when I left because when I left, it was three weeks after my birthday and I was a complete shell of a human being when I turned 22. And the energy that I left here was horrible. It was toxic. It was emotional. It was sadness. It was grief. It was anger. It was it was a lot. And none of it was happy. And, you know, I was really excited to get out of the city. I, I just felt like at that point in my life, it was hurting me more than it was helping me. So my 24th birthday was really important time for me to come back here and, you know, decide, is this still the city that I feel like is meant for me? Do I still see myself living here and I I've talked to you guys actually about this in a previous podcast um I did a podcast after that trip to like let you guys know how how I was but even still looking back I can see how truly transformative that trip was in I don't even want to say like emotionally it was more so that I got up here and I realized just how much I was still holding myself back from just kind of pushing pedal to the metal with LaRue and my healing and myself and just getting my ass back here like I knew that's what I wanted so I actually landed at Newark I flew in and out of Newark for that trip and it's so funny because I now realize I drove past <laughs> the building that I was going to end up living in which is super super amazing very uh, serendipitous of the universe to uh, offer me that But obviously I landed in New Jersey and my hotel was obviously in the city and I got in an Uber and I was just so excited to just get into the city and we go through the Holland Tunnel and the moment that car had an inch into Manhattan, I felt myself, my energy completely shift I was so incredibly happy and my body just like visibly and noticeably relaxed because I knew that I was home again. I knew that I left the energy behind and that energy was no longer here for me. And the energy that I was now bringing into the city was fresh and new and exciting and hopeful and scary in the best way as possible. And that trip really transformed my attitude into... Okay, yeah, I've been doing LaRue, but it's it's I'm not doing anything to really push it forward. Like, yeah, I had the coaching program out already. I had the podcast, obviously, and I had the course, but I was still really scared about advertising them. I was still really scared about putting myself out there. And when I got back from that trip, I would like I said I was only up here for like five days, I sat my parents down. And they both knew this conversation was coming. Let's be, let's be real. They they 1000% knew I was going to be like, okay, time to go. I sat my parents down and I was like, I, I no longer feel like Florida is the right place for me anymore. It was really, 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 really good for me in the time of COVID, in the time of my healing journey. Like, of course, I wouldn't have wanted to be in Manhattan during COVID away from my family, like cooped up in an apartment. Or gone home and you know spending money on rent. So it really did work out quite perfectly for me and my family, if I'm you know being very honest. But after that trip, it had been almost two years since I had gone home. It had been like a year and 10 months, maybe. And that was long enough. I knew it was time for me to go. So I told my parents, you know, I don't think it makes sense for me to move before the holidays because I'll just end up coming back for all of them. So I'll start saving, let's make a game plan, and come January, I I need to get the hell out of here. Florida is suffocating me more now again than it's helping me, and I feel like I've kind of hit my wall in Florida. I knew that there was not really a lot more progress I could make there, and you know I've been very, very open and honest with you guys about my emotions about Florida. I just have so much baggage there. And that's something I'm always going to be healing, but I don't think I need to do it there. Florida is just not where I'm meant to be. And I am such a more loving, honest, and open and divine human when I'm in a space like Manhattan and living in Jersey City. It's just so much more closer to who I authentically am. And it gives me what I believe the space to express myself authentically. And I just simply could not and did not feel that in Florida. So those are the last three birthdays. They've been kind of tough. You know, like I said, my 22nd in in particular was just really, really difficult for me. But now I'm 25. I am about to be 25. My birthday is in eight days. It's August 23rd. And I have never been more excited for a birthday. I have never been more excited to begin the next chapter of my life. But the sentiment that I want to offer you guys, this feeling that I have, this feeling, like I told you guys, I knew that I've been on a precipice for a really long time, and I've now hit that, and my life is changing drastically. I, My, my dreams are coming true. The things that I have been manifesting since LaRue came about are now happening, and I have worked so unbelievably hard to get myself to this point. And I now see just how worth it it all was. And I'm just so incredibly proud of myself. But I think it's very coincidental that this precipice came at my 25th birthday. Because my, again, like I said, the sentiment that I want to offer you guys today is a conversation more on these milestones, right? I think we get to birthdays and like New Year's or midpoints of the year you know so like mid-June I think we get to these milestones and we tend to be very hard on ourselves and think okay I haven't hit these goals or I'm behind in some way especially birthdays right I want to I want to point out birthdays and the new year in particular because we get this like simultaneous buzz of energy to kind of hit that hard restart but at the same time we're sort of evaluating decisions that we've made, actions that we've taken over the last year, and criticizing ourselves for not being where we, A, thought we were going to be, or B, so behind that you you kind of can't even see that vision anymore. That was my mindset for the last three birthdays, right? I just, again, going back to that 22nd birthday in particular, just felt like I was such an enormous failure. And things were really, really hard for me. But again as I've talked about in several other podcasts particularly recent ones with like the rejection podcast I can now look back at those birthdays and I have so much gratitude for who I was at that moment and what that what that time in my life taught me I walked away with really really important and critical lessons that led me to this moment in my life right And my point in saying this is to make sure that we understand birthdays are not signifiers that we're somehow behind in our life, right? We're always exactly where we're meant to be. And the only way you're telling yourself that you're behind is if you're comparing your timeline to someone else's and that's just completely unfair to do to ourselves given that their lives and the way they've lived it is completely different to us. We haven't been afforded the same opportunities or vice versa or they live somewhere where there's more opportunity or they have more, you know, resources or whatever it is. You putting yourself on a day where you're supposed to be celebrated, you know, it's your birthday putting yourself in a place to compare your life to someone else's and then justifying the feeling of being behind. What are you actually behind in? Because if you were supposed to be where that person is or where you thought you wanted to be, you would be there, right? So first of all, first and foremost, and believe me when I say I also need to take my own advice when I say this, When I hit birthdays where I do feel behind. (laughs) We are always where we're meant to be. And a birthday in a day in which we're supposed to celebrate ourselves and our lives. Putting yourself in a position to now feel annoyed with yourself. Angry with yourself. Embarrassed with yourself. Shameful with yourself. Whatever it is. Is only continuing to hurt yourself in the long run. The last three birthdays of mine have... Taught me very, very significant lessons. When I was 22, the lesson I walked away with was a, a very strong need for familiarity with my emotions. I realized just how out of touch I was with my feelings. On my 23rd birthday, I realized that if I wanted to play a big game, I needed to get in the big sandbox. I was playing a little game and a little kid sandbox, and it was time to really push myself and launch myself forward. 24, a very similar lesson in the fact that, okay, I've made the most of what I can do with these opportunities I have now. It's time to create more opportunities for myself, and it's time to move my career forward. I've done this long enough. I've done the little kid thing long enough. And now I'm in a position where, yes, taking this leap of faith, moving out here, was enormously, enormously scary. But I knew that one day, however long it took, I would be sitting here recording this podcast, telling you guys that I've achieved the things that I've been manifesting. And the trust I had on those manifestations, let me be very honest, wavered significantly. I cannot tell you how many times I have gone back and forth asking if I can really do this. Can I really make this kind of income? Can I really live this lifestyle? Can I really have this amount of clients? Can I really have these friends? I asked myself over and over and over again, can I do it? Yes, I can. Can I do it? I don't know. That is a natural part of the process, but there were moments where I truly believed it just wasn't meant for me. I'm not meant to be that person. I'm not meant to have that, that goal or that manifestation. But I kept manifesting anyways. I kept practicing my meditations, my journaling, my everything. I kept I kept doing my rituals and my practices and my routines to manifest. And I also kept living intentionally. I kept doing this every day. I kept up with my content. I have not missed a single blog post or a single podcast no matter what. I just kept going. I just kept fighting. I kept doing the work. And now, not only is LaRue doing so well, but in the past couple podcasts, the last two, I think, I've hinted to you guys that a new opportunity has sort of come come into my life. And I'm very, very, very excited to say that I have created a part a business partnership with a woman who is now going to be not only my mentor but my client referral for the creative studio. She works with luxury branding clients and she is a expert luxury brand coach and her clients are very high value seven figure very successful I don't even want to say entrepreneurs anymore because they're not. They're like 10 years into their businesses and they're just, they're businesswomen. They're successful and they own really successful companies. And she is now going to be my mentor and I'm going to be designing all of her clients' websites. So this is a huge, huge leap forward for me in my career that essentially fell in my lap. I was manifesting opportunity, but when you manifest kind of, and in, in I've, kind of gone back and forth on this like should you manifest really specifically or should you just be kind of a general manifester and like let let the universe kind of take the wheel on that and I've just been manifesting clients I've been manifesting opportunity and just moment for career acceleration right and like I said this opportunity fell completely into my lap I did not find this woman a mutual friend of ours put us in touch and um I went through an interview process. I designed a website for her. I took her through my client process, which is marketed as a luxury client process. And she was overwhelmingly impressed. And last week on Wednesday, she offered me this opportunity to do a brand partnership. So it feels like 25. It feels like moving into this birthday, especially with such an incredible trip. Like, I'm going to be on this amazing vacation on my birthday with my favorite person in the world my mom and yesterday or I'm sorry Saturday the 13th I had my really special friend birthday I celebrated with all of my closest friends here and you know I have dinners leading up to when I leave and when I come back I still have dinners for my birthday and honestly it just feels like if (laughs) it feels like I have everything right now it feels like Everything that I've been manifesting has finally come. And the fact that it's come around, not only my birthday, but such a significant milestone birthday, it's made me feel incredibly, incredibly blessed and very, very special. And again, there is a lesson to be learned here as well, because in the midst of all of that, abundance of love and opportunity and gratitude I feel, I have noticed where I'm hitting a very high upper limit. And if you guys don't know what an upper limit is, it is a term coined by Gay Hendricks in the Big Leap and that's called your upper limit problem. And it's where things start to get so good that you kind of could begin to self-sabotage and you're hitting a limit of what feels so good that, again, like I said, it turns into feeling too good and you start to, you know, either resent or sabotage or whatever. And I've talked about this before with you guys on this podcast a while back. A huge problem that I used to have in my life, and I I just did a, like Instagram story on this not too long ago. A huge problem that I used to have with getting what I would call, again, that T-O-O, too happy, was feeling like... I had to embrace it because some imminent horrible thing would be coming to ruin that happiness right and I have felt that a little bit the last couple of weeks because I this precipice has been hitting and things have been amazing and once this opportunity with this woman started coming into fruition I really started feeling it like okay I'm, I'm about to go on this amazing trip I'm about to turn 25 I have all of these incredible friends i'm dating this really great guy my business is absolutely booming i have all of these wonderful clients and i remember thinking to myself what is going to come into my life that's going to hurt all of this and it's not even necessarily going to be like a event that happens or you know s- someone hurts me or something happens to you know do like ruin this happiness I have noticed what has come up for me is a very specific nightmare that I've had a couple times in my life, but in the last maybe two months, I've had like 10 times. And it's a really traumatizing nightmare for me. It, it's about my brother and watching him pass away. And uh it's, it's a really hard, it like, you know, jolts me awake. I wake up in a panic and a sweat. My heart rate's at like 125. It's really, really horrible, right? And it's been something that I've realized is my subconscious, you know, belief that, You have to like like I said, you kind of have to have to embrace the moment because you don't know when it's going to end, which is such a like I cannot stress this enough. It's such a toxic thought to have because the belief in our manifesting an intentional conversation is that things can always get better. Like even if they feel so incredible right now, there there's always opportunity to be better. And that's why we shouldn't believe like, okay, things are as good as they're going to get. Let me embrace this now before, you know, the world ends right before my eyes. And that for me was a huge subconscious fear coming up because after Joshua passed away, I had a really, really huge fear of dying for like a year. And it was pretty debilitating for a while. And it was something that I didn't share with a lot of people. Again, not specifically with my parents because, you know, they were just in... their own depths of their grief and it was something that really like I'll be honest death wasn't something I thought of a lot of before in terms of like my life even though I had already lost so many people but once Josh passed away I just had this like nagging feeling that I would I was gonna die any day now and it wasn't even necessarily like the fear of like my life ending It was the fear of what that would do to my parents. My parents would not survive losing another child. So let alone their only child left. So that was a really big fear of mine. And when I started having this nightmare, I noticed like it's not that even the fear coming up is around things are getting too good. So embrace it while I can. It's that (laughs) it's kind of like this death and rebirth action. I think I was realizing and my subconscious was realizing I have now laid to rest like I've truly have laid to rest the last several years of my life I have I have moved on I have become a person I am so incredibly proud of I have worked so so hard and there were so many points in this journey where I did not believe that either a I could get what I wanted or even that I deserved what I wanted but I kept going I kept fighting and now I'm at a point where I do see that I'm no longer at all that person now that person that's in their healing I'll always be healing we will always be healing but I'm no longer in that journey I have moved on and I've laid that part of my life to rest and I've now rebirthed Phoenix rising from the ashes into this new chapter of my life. And I think I feel that so significantly just because my 25th birthday is around the corner. So this is going to be a short and sweet one, but my message to you guys is no matter where you're at in your life and no matter what birthday you're hitting, what milestone is coming up, you are always exactly where you are meant to be. And to embrace this is to understand what life lessons you're learning at this moment. What life lesson are you in the depths of currently? And how are you eventually going to reach that point of death and rebirth, laying this lesson to rest and rising from the ashes as a new version of yourself? I really hope that this podcast hits and I want to thank you guys in advance. Like I said, I've never I've never been more excited for a birthday and I'm just... I'm so overwhelmed with gratitude and excitement about this next chapter. And a part of me, a part of who I used to be, was someone who was really resentful and really jealous. And if I had been listening to someone talk about this two years ago on a podcast, I would have been angry with them because I would have been so jealous and thinking they don't deserve to be at that moment because I'm not at that moment. You know, I've, I've moved past that, obviously. I've, I've grown out of that and I, I realized where my shortcomings were with that. For those of you and so many other people who have reached out to me and just like expressed your pure excitement for me about hitting this precipice and hitting this new chapter, I can't express to you how much that means to me because that support and knowing that I truly am like inspiring people to change their lives and live intentionally and connect with the deepest, darkest, most emotional parts of yourself and come out of them again as a phoenix rising from the ashes it means the absolute world to me. I, I truly just cannot express that enough. So I love you all so, so dearly. And I will see you when I am 25 next week.